Father, we come to you tonight in prayer, dear Lord, and Father, we know you've prepared your ark. Dear Lord, you told us in Matthew 24 and in Luke 17 that as it was in the days of Noah, it'll be in this day. People will be marrying, they'll be eating, drinking. Dear Lord, as people even today, dear Lord, with all the troubles in the world, so many people from Israel are going to Turkey for the high holidays. Lord, it's a time when we're supposed to gather in the sacred assembly to you. And dear Lord, be as close to you as we can be for the Feast of Tabernacles that they believe is still to come. But Lord, we know it's already occurred and the people did not attend. Father, we know, dear God, that in this day, Lord, you told us it's going to be. You told us, dear Lord, it's going to be like it was in the days, dear Lord, of Babylon. Dear Lord, it's likened to this, dear God, because when you were talking to the prophet Jeremiah, Lord, you told him the same thing that Moses cried out, Lord, that you had him cry out, dear Lord, after all the time that Moses had been with the people, he comes to the end of reciting all the laws and he's coming to the very end, dear God, of his journey. And dear Lord, you're telling him there in in the end of Deuteronomy, Lord, you're telling him that even though all those things, the people, all the works, all the laws, all the teachings he had done, that the people were going to go and they're going to serve other gods and they're not going to complete and they'll be destroyed in the land. And Lord, you told them a very sad, sad story about this very day. And Lord, he records it in there as a time of the latter end. And Lord, he's talking about this time. And Lord, you said that even in this time, the latter end, you're going to cause even the earth to open up and get vengeance. Dear Lord, you're going to cause it to receive its recompense from all the evil that's been done to the earth itself. And Lord, you said that you're going to raise up the, the, those from the dust of the earth. Dear Lord, the, the people, the, the, you said the serpents of the dust. And Lord, you've, you've cast Satan down here, but the dust of the earth, dear Lord, is people, us. Lord, we're the ones, dear Lord, that raised up the harlot. And Lord, you said you're going to raise them up as serpents. And Lord, it means that even the Christians are going to come against Christians. Dear Lord, they're going to be terrible because you're going to allow to raise them up. And Lord, even one, dear Lord, and we're, going to, we're seeing this now with the immigrants, Lord, where they're, they're causing many uh, to be afraid, dear Lord, and be uh, in great dire straits over the evil that's come. And you foretold this in the days of Moses in his song. Dear Lord, what a terrible thing it is, dear Lord, but there's a victory to be won by those who will hear your words and set themselves apart. Lord, you've prepared your ark. And dear Lord, we thank you for that. Your ark is your words. They're going to judge the people by the words. And Lord, the words, if we have the words in it, you'll have said, Lord, in John 5, 24, and also in Ephesians 1, 13, 14, dear Lord, that it gives them the eternal life and you'll bring them through the judgments if they'll receive your words. But Lord, that's your ark that you prepared for this day. And the people are not receiving that message, Lord. And Father, also you told them in Jeremiah, very early in Jeremiah, in chapter 5, Lord, you're telling them, Father, in there, that it's astonishing, a horrible thing that's happening because the people, they, they've become just horrible in their own land. Dear Lord, you said the prophets are prophesying falsely. And Lord, you hear that in, in the nation, dear Lord. So many are prophesying 
dear Lord, of, of good times to come and prosperity and given advice even on how to bless the people and receive reward. And many of them are even involved in selling things like this. Father, ministers are preaching feel-good ministry, uniting the world under one. And dear Lord, they do not understand that you cannot unite a world that serves idols, that worships gods. Dear Lord, allows these pagan gods' statues to stand. Because your Lord, in, in the book of Moses, dear Lord, in Deuteronomy, you're telling them in there, Lord, that these idols is the rock that these people have listened to. And that, dear Lord, it's going to cause them to come into great destruction because they've allowed this. And so now, Lord, we have the church leaders trying to unite the churches and all these religions under one and say, oh, we got to do it for the good of everybody getting along. No, there's never a time when they're going to get along. It's a time of separation judgment. It's a time when the world is going to be judged by the words that you've made known now and the people will not receive. Lord, it's no different than the time when you came upon this earth. The rabbis wouldn't hear you. The priests wouldn't hear you. The scholars wouldn't listen to you, Lord. They wouldn't check out the scribes, wouldn't check out the scriptures. Lord, they would not hear as very clear what was said in Deuteronomy 18, 18, 19, that you would come speaking the words of God. And that anybody who wouldn't hear that will be held accountable. And in John 8, 43 to 47, Lord, you're telling them there that they couldn't understand your speech because they couldn't discern your words. And because of that, they're of their father, the devil. And you told them they're not of Abraham because Abraham rejoiced when he heard the message of the words. And Lord, we thank you for that message. And Lord, it's in these times, dear Lord, like Jeremiah's recording, Lord, that the priests rule by their own power. Lord, they do not listen to Ezekiel. I mean, Ecclesiastes 8, 4, Lord, it says, the power of the king is in his words. And you are our king. If, if you are their king, Lord, they'd be listening to your words, but they're not listening. They will not rightly divide the word of truth. They do not know the knowledge of truth. Lord, they just tell people they're saved by believing in the blood. And Lord, they do not know what that blood did. And may Lord, because of that, dear Lord, they're trampling upon the spirit of grace, the blood of the spirit of grace, Lord. That spirit of grace, dear Lord, you gave your blood so that you could open up the temple veil and the people could come into the Father and hear your words. They're not listening to this this day, Lord. Father, we pray your cause is shaking that they might begin to listen to the scriptures. Lord, we pray their Lord, for the outpouring of the, of the wind like it was at Pentecost, Lord, with the people would all of a sudden have a desire to hear truth. And, Lord, they would come and recognize our sins. And, Lord, at Pentecost, those people recognized the sins of the nation, what they had done and the message that they had rejected. And, Lord, they began to seek and turn to you. And a called-out assembly was born. Lord, we pray that the same will happen at this time. Lord, there are many good prophets, there's many good ministers, but they're misguided, dear Lord. And dear Lord, they do not understand that even though they speak the words they hear, they are not rightly dividing them according to the words of truth. And Father, they don't want to hear this message. All of them believe, Lord, that they're rich and filled with knowledge, filled with the Spirit. But Lord, they don't know the way of the seven spirits. They don't know the way, dear Lord, of the words that enable your good works, your promises. Lord, they don't have any idea of Zephaniah 3.9 where you said that after the separation judgment, all these people will walk in one shoulder speaking in the pure language of the kingdom of heaven. Lord, they don't know what that language is because all language is made of words. And Lord, they will not hear those words that are the keys 
to your great promises that unlock them and unleash them for good upon your people. Lord, they don't know how to walk in the way of righteousness. Lord, there are many. Dear Lord, in this day, they want to get even with the world, Lord. We hear it, dear Lord, from these people that are chasing the Constitution. Lord, and they want to get even so that they can declare back their own right and their own soul according to that law. But that law itself is of no good. It's of no value, Lord. You never wanted to, as Paul teaches in Ephesians 3, you never wanted to give them written law. And Lord, it's time for them to come out and allow the law to be written on their hearts. The words you said, dear Lord, in Psalms 119, 130, the law is truth. And you tell us, Lord, that the truth is the words. Father, if they knew these words, they would understand the way of the Ten Commandments. They would understand the principles, dear God, because, dear Lord, you inhibit, the Father inhibits his words in a full measure of his spirit. If we received those words, we would have God in us, and that first commandment would be enough. But, Lord, they will not obey it. Lord, we pray that they will begin to hear the truth and understand. And, Lord, when you talked in Jeremiah, you went on, Lord, and said, your people love to hear the power that the people see. Other preachers create their own power. It's like the people, dear Lord, have created their own constitutions, dear Lord, because they have to protect themselves from chaos. Churches put up rules, doctrines, these assemblies, dear Lord, like the Nazarenes and the Pentecost and the rest of them, Lord, have doctrines and they establish laws in their church, dear Lord, that says this is going to keep them out of trouble and they do these ways. Lord, if they just follow the scriptures and understand this is the time to get the true law. This is the time to receive the new covenant in its full measure. This is the time, Lord, when you're willing to come and make that covenant with them, but they will have to hear your words first. Lord, you told them in Joel 2, 12 to 20, that they have to be sanctified, which you told them in John 17, 17, is by hearing the word of truth, the words of God. And Lord, when that happens, then they can call a sacred assembly. And they can gather the elders and those, dear Lord, who have been sanctified, set apart from the world. That's what sanctified means. And we're set apart from the world by hearing your words and knowing that you have a pure language that is powerful, that Satan can't even utter from his mouth. Lord, you talk about your words are an utterance. Satan can't utter like you utter. Lord, we praise you for that. And Lord, you're allowing us to utter those words if we will turn to you. But, Lord, you said we cannot utter those words, as Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12, 1 to 4. If we're not set apart from the world, we will not have any right to do so. And, Lord, we haven't taken the words and set ourselves apart by it. Lord, we pray that the people understand this truth. Lord, back there in the days of Moses, how tragic, how tragic he wanted to go into the promised land. But, Lord, I think part of the reason that he didn't get to go, and there are many, but, Lord, one of them is that he would have tried to get the people. He would have been even more upset when they started turning away from truth. And, Lord, he would have tried to get them to turn back to the word. But, Lord, they left the word quickly. And, Lord, you, you are allowing those people to be tested. Lord, you're allowing us to be tested in this day. You told us it would be like in the days of Noah. 
And Lord, you've, you've prepared an ark for your people. In the days of Noah, Lord, they, they had their own laws. They wrote their own power. And Lord, we hear it from so many big TV ministers, Lord. Feel good messages. Oh, there's no, there's no punishment like the presence of God, even though it's very explicit. In Proverbs 1, 10 to 12, and, and in Job 18, exactly what happens. And then you warn them, Lord. Lord, they're going to go into a worm, a body of a worm in those prisons of God. And Lord, these plagues that are coming upon the people in the morning, when you rise at the sun of righteousness in the day, Lord, in this day of yours, Lord, when that comes upon these people, Lord, they're going to be writhing on the ground, dear Lord. And you've made that clear, Lord, to the people. Their bones are going to wither. Lord, they're going to have boils all over their skin, so they're totally uncomfortable, more painful than the days of Job. If you can take the pain of Job and multiply it times four, you'll see what these leaders are going to have them, as you said in Revelation 18, 8. Father, we pray that people begin to understand the truth. Lord, it's terrible, Lord, that the ark is ready and they haven't come in. And Lord, you warned the people there's going to be a last call. You said, Lord, there's a famine of your words coming. They got a little bit of time to get them. And Lord, they are not allowed to receive knowledge and a download. They must get it line by line, precept upon precept. But they better hurry now, Lord, because that ark is your words. That is what gives them the seal that gets them an eternal life. And Lord, that ark call is about to be closed. Father, we pray that to begin to understand, dear Lord, that it's the words, if they will hear the words of your voice, believe in the promises of the Father. You said in John 5, 24, they'll pass through these judgments. But more than that, dear Lord, when you gather your people into your ark, is when you separate the people on this earth and put the, the people that are uh, heard, dear Lord, that separate themselves from the world. Dear Lord, when that happens, dear God, those people will go into areas you call Goshen areas. But the others, Lord, especially the lukewarm church, Lord, will not go into those, those areas. Instead, Lord, you said that they will have great punishment. Lord, they're going to receive the plagues. Dear Lord, you said you protect your people. And Lord, we pray that they would understand they're protected by your word that's eternal. If they will receive your words in it, Lord, in them, Lord, you'll bring them through these troubles. You said they passed through the judgments, John 5, 24. That's an ark, Lord. That's the golden ark of all time. It's the ark that no one can touch. And Lord, you can gather your people from all over the world. And the church thinks they're entitled, Lord, but they will not hear your word. And they're going to be judged first. And Lord, we pray that they would understand that your Holy Spirit, dear Lord, will go across the world. And dear Lord, at the last time of the fall, dear Lord, I believe it's going to pass through the world. And the world will respond like the men of Nineveh. But Lord, the church will not be called. Lord, you gave us that warning, Lord, the men of Nineveh will come. Lord, the, the people of the world will come, but the church won't. Dear Lord, it, the call from Nineveh, a great revival that happened in Nineveh did not happen in Israel, did not happen in Judah. Lord, we pray that the people understand this truth. Dear Lord, it's not going to be the Pentecost of this day. It's not going to be a calling made, dear Lord, to the, world, to, to the church. It's going to be made to the world. The church is already going to be left out. The church didn't even know what was going on in Nineveh. There's no message of it being known. Dear Dear Lord, we pray that people understand the greatness of this moment. And dear Lord, that they will understand they're about to be left behind. Dear Lord, left behind to go into the punishments. 
Lord, the, the others, dear Lord, they're not going to be raptured at this time, but they're going to be left behind because your ark, your word is going to guide them and take them to Goshen areas where they'll be able to grow in knowledge and wisdom and bring forth the likeness of the Garden of Eden wherever you put them. There'll be provision overnight. Dear Lord, you said even where thorns and thistles will grow up, there'll be beautiful things grow. Wonderful herbs, wonderful fruit trees will come, dear Lord. And Father, we pray that they will understand that all of these will be good for them. And Lord, you're going to heal, the, you're going to heal dear God, the, the earth at that time where they are. And Lord, at the same time, dear Lord, the earth is going to punish the wicked. Lord, you said that the, the land, dear Lord, is going to speak. It's going to open its mouth and help the woman, help the wisdom of God. It means, dear Lord, even the land is going to bring punishment upon the people. And one of the things you said also, Lord, that even in that area, dear Lord, when these people are left behind, they're going to see, dear God, a great outpouring of, of serpents. Lord, beyond the, the, the demons and everything else that's been working so hard. Dear Lord, you're going to bring forth serpents that's going to bite these people. Diseased animals, dear God, or angry animals, dear God. It's going to take vengeance on those people, Lord. You said the beasts and the serpents are going to chase them. You warned them of this, dear God, because you said, dear Lord, uh, th that it's coming upon them. You warned, dear Lord, in the fourth seal judgment, dear God. The fourth seal judgment's counsel. And dear Lord, you're repeating the counsel you gave to Moses way back in Deuteronomy 32. Lord, that these things are going to happen to these people. Lord, we pray that they'll understand that now is the fall. Dear Lord, they've already missed the summer to gather the food in of the words. But Lord, we've made the message out there. If they will grab it, get hungry, and come to where they can be taught. Then Lord, they'll receive the message because you promised them, Lord, that they all who ask will be fed. And Lord, you've provided this message, Lord. And Father, we pray that all those who give the word, dear Lord, to be worthy to give the word. Father, we're supposed to give the word of peace. Dear Lord, we're supposed to give the word of righteousness. And when you give that, Lord, and they reject it, then they enter into their judgment. But vengeance is yours. You made it clear in Deuteronomy 32. Lord, you're going to show them that it's your business. Vengeance, not us. Lord, you're going to cause the, the earth to do things and so forth. And Lord, we pray that our people, dear God, will understand it's our time to harvest every soul that can be harvested. Lord, we've been begging the church people to, to hear. We've been begging the prophets to hear. Shepherds will not open their doors of their churches. And Lord, they're going to be left out of the ark. Lord, they're going to be left out because the famine of the word is coming, just like you said in Amos 8, 11 to 14. And also, dear Lord, you said in John 9, 4, 5, there is an appointed time where the light is going to go out of the world. And Lord, unless these people are set apart in the truth, which is the name of your kingdom, Lord, we pray that they will understand, dear God, that they will not hear your word or receive it. A spirit of truth cannot enter them. Lord, you call it the spirit of truth because that's the spirit of the kingdom of God. That's the spirit, dear Lord, enables them to hear, enables them, dear Lord, to receive the knowledge of the truth. Lord, you told them, dear God, to get the truth, which is the words of God. Because those words are everlasting. They're the kingdom that can never end. The kingdom when they write them on our, when you write those words on our heart, Lord, that we understand them and the laws that go with them. Lord, the laws in Deuteronomy 12 to 27, Lord, those laws were ways of doing these words. But now, Lord, you have it so that the Spirit can enter us. We no longer have to go ask a priest, dear Lord. We can get help. But, Lord, the Spirit will guide us into truth. It will guide us into understanding. But, Lord, we have to overcome 
our self-will. Lord, we have to overcome our arrogance. We have to overcome, dear Lord, our belief that we know everything. Lord, so many, dear God, when we talk about the words, dear Lord, they want to come back and say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Physics laws are great. Lord, they're nothing. Those are laws of man. And Lord, you're going to show that your words are higher than that. And Lord, they do not understand that you cannot change your law. Dear Lord, the spiritual law has always been with us. It's that we did not understand it. We did not understand the way of it. We did not understand the words of it. Lord, they know, dear God, that the laws of man are based upon words, and they twist those words to trick the man. But Lord, you've made your words simple. If they will just hear, there's no trickery. It's all explained. It's for the simple. If they come like a child, they will hear. But if they come with their doctrines and come with their powers and come with the ways of the evil, they'll never learn. Father, we know, dear God, that the Masons have a bad policy, Lord. They have a thing that out of chaos comes light. No, that's not true. Dear Lord, the chaos came out of man, came out of the devil. The light comes simply by entering the word into them, the good word, the pure word, the holy word that the evil ones cannot speak, that Satan cannot answer. And Lord, it's very interesting that when you go in a Masonic temple, usually, Lord, they have snakes at the bottom of their windowsills, and then it gets lighter as they go up. No, that's not their foundation. I found that's showing, dear God, the foundations built on the chaos of evil. No, Lord, you said to build a foundation on your words that are line by line, precept on precept, built in strength and power. Lord, you told him when you came to, to Paul, you told him that you were Jesus, and why were you? Why was he stumbling against the goads? And Saul knew you called him Paul then, but he knew, Lord. And dear Lord, when you, when you when he researched the scriptures, will come to Ecclesiastes twelve eleven. It says, "The goads are the words." of the one shepherd, and you are that one shepherd. We're all yours. From out of you we were created. From out of you, dear Lord, our lives are saved. Dear Lord, from out of you comes the words that enable us to become sons of God. Out of us, dear Lord, comes your glory, because, dear Lord, if we receive what you have for us and enable it, you allow us to do your good works, the Father's good works. You allow that to us. It's an inheritance you're giving to us so that we can do the good works and glorify the great promises of God that were created that none of the world can receive but those who are set apart. What an inheritance. Father, we pray that people begin to understand this truth. Lord, we ask you now to help us, Lord. Help us to come over the, over the gap, dear Lord. Dear Lord, let us bridge the gap between being unwise under our own power and coming into the wisdom of your words that have true power, holy power that can never fail. Isaiah fifty-five eleven, your words will never come back to you void. How wonderful that is. Allow us to speak those words. At first, Lord, let the people understand they must receive it. Let them understand, dear Lord, that the ticket to get into your ark is those words, doing the ways of those words, understanding even the basics of them. Just one word would do if they could get that far. But Lord, they have to do it with their whole heart and soul and believe that your words are holy and that they have much more to learn. Dear Lord, much more knowledge of truth to learn. Father, we pray that they'll grasp this tonight, that you will pour it out, dear Lord, upon them. Dear Lord, that you'll cause a shaking. Lord, we pray that they'll understand there's a wind coming, a Pentecost, but this time, Lord, it's going out to the world. 
Father, we do know that you're going to sprinkle a remnant, as you said in Ezekiel 36 of Israel, and we praise you for that. But Lord, right now, there's so many wonderful people Jewish people that, that just don't understand. I know wonderful rabbis, Lord, with great insight, but they're not hearing the truth. And dear Lord, it must have been the same way back in your day. And Lord, it's still the same today. Father, we ask that you'd cause some of them to be sprinkled, that they might hear the truth and become zealous to hear your word. Lord, you said you'd bring out 144,000. Seems impossible. But Lord, nothing's impossible to you. So Lord, we pray that they will hear you. And Father, let them understand. Let them understand, Lord, that you're willing to give them a, a new white stone. Uh, and they're able to get the words of wisdom and a stone, dear Lord, a work. Uh, that stone is a, a name, has a name on it. And that name is a work for the kingdom. And Lord, we thank you for it. No longer, dear Lord, will they walk in the way they were walking, arrogantly and proud. And dear Lord, they have the right, because they're of a nation of Israel that you've promised to be the Holy Land, but Father, you also took the kingdom away from them. But Lord, let them understand if they come humble before you. And dear Lord, walk in the righteousness of your words. Then Lord, you'll raise them up to great position. Father, we thank you for that. And we ask the house of Israel to listen and the rabbis to hear and the people, dear Lord, even if they're simple people like the disciples, how marvelous they were, how marvelous they are. Lord, we praise you, Lord, for the learning that you just keep pouring out and you keep opening from their wonderful scriptures. Father, we thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for these great patriarchs that went before us. Thank you for all they've done for us. Lord, all the wonderful teachings that you gave through Moses and how terrible it must have been in his heart to know all these things. Lord, I know you brought him that time. You allowed me to see you and Elijah, Elijah and Moses, dear Lord. And, and basically, dear Lord, it was... Just amazing. Dear Lord, it's, it was like the transfiguration, but you were right there. Lord, in a different way, but you all three were there. And Lord, Moses was there. Lord, I can understand the pain in his heart. Because Lord, he wanted to do good. He made some mistakes as we have done. But Lord, Moses had a passion for these people. Lord, he wanted to help them not fall into the trap they fell in. Lord, how terrible it must have been at the end of Deuteronomy after he'd given all the laws and prayed for these people and done so much for 40 years to know that they were going to come up and be destroyed, that it wouldn't last. And dear Lord, it would be worse than it was in the time of Egypt when it went into slavery. Now, dear Lord, the house of Israel has done so much evil. Lord, the, the leaders, dear God, that people are praising like Shimon Perez and others. And Lord, we never want to see people die without coming to repentance. But Lord, this is a man who's worked with the system, dear Lord. And Lord, the Netanyahu and them, dear Lord, that have the, the Mossad, dear God, and they're running the drug, helping run the Bush family drug operations all over the world and doing evil things, dear God. Most of them know, dear Lord, there's some involvement with 9-11 and so on. Father, I heard it from their own lips, dear God, of people in the highest forms of our government that they always use the Mossad to do their dirty works. So, Lord, if that's true, then they did work in 9-11 because the same people were involved with 9-11. Lord, we pray that the people of Israel will understand this, this terribleness. And, Lord, right beside them, the Saudi government, Secret Service is working with them. Lord, I experienced that firsthand. Lord, we pray that people understand this, dear God. We need correction. Father, we pray that your, your guilt would come upon these in Saudi Arabia. Come upon these, dear Lord, in Israel. Let the Saudi people understand that their government 
has been working right alongside Israel all out the world, doing evil to bring forth the one world government. They're not holy at all. And Lord, we pray they will be. Lord, I know some of those shakes. And Lord, I pray that they will repent and come to truth, dear Lord, and let the people, if they're brave, dear Lord, let them tell the truth to their people. Let them understand, dear God, that everything that they're doing is to bring a one world religion and get rid of Islam. And they say they're the protector of Islam. Lord, they're not protecting it. They're utilizing it, manipulating it, even controlling the bank of Islam. And Lord, they're doing it for their riches and they're doing it for evil intent because, Lord, they're very much involved in bringing forth the one world order, just like Israel is. Dear Lord, and I held in my hands the papers from the Pope. Dear Lord, it was providing financial resources to, dear God, that lady in charge of the global genocide program who reports directly to the Queen and to Jacob Rothschild. Lord, we pray that they would understand, dear Lord, that the Vatican is as evil as any of them. And dear Lord, one look at the Vatican compound should tell us everything we need to know. Nobody that is under you would have an obelisk in the middle of the courtyard. No country that's following you, Lord, and saying, God, we trust, would have an obelisk there, would have the goddess Jupiter right by the door of the Congress. And dear Lord, would they put these statues of liberty, which is a statue of the goddess of victory, the Roman Empire, Lord, in a Greek. Dear Lord, it's a, it's a harlot country. Lord, we've ruined our food and we put the goddess of Sirius over the Capitol building in Missouri. And dear Lord, in I think Arizona, as well as dear God, and over the Chicago Mercantile Trade Center, which is on the futures of the products. Lord, it's the meaning, dear God, we've, we've allowed our food to go in to be cursed so that it will come to nothing. And Lord, you said it's going to be like that, the third seal judgment. Lord, all these things that have been planted, all these evil things that the people have allowed to follow are coming home to roost. And Father, we pray that people begin to understand this truth. Lord, help us to come out. Lord, we pray tonight, dear God, that you'll shake the people. Lord, we're praying for your Pentecost wind to come up with you all over the world. But before that happens, Lord, please... Call upon your called-out assembly because you, that wind of Pentecost is not going to go out on them. Lord, it's going to go out on the world, as you said in Luke 14, 24, the ones that hadn't been invited. That's a compelling event. But dear Lord, we pray that right now, dear Lord, the people of the church will understand what their ark is. And dear Lord, that they'll come before it's taken away from them. Because, Lord, they will not get the ark when the famine of the word comes as you promised them in the third seal judgment. And dear Lord, in Amos 8, 11 to 14, and again in John 9, 4, 5, and many other places. Lord, you warned him in Isaiah 21, 10 to 12, the morning's coming. The night is coming too, because Lord, the night is going to come upon those, dear Lord, who are evil and complacent. But the morning is rising. The morning of the Son of Righteousness is rising on those who will get into the ark, get into the words that will keep them safe and pass them through this judgment just like the ark passed them through the, the desolation at the flood. Father, we pray they'll understand what their ark is this night. Lord, please let that message go out to your people. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>